0: Tom, how did you handle the weekend with no footy? How are you this morning? Yeah, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. It was, um, I guess, winding back probably two or three weeks now. It's been, um, it's been an unbelievable um, time, and uh, last week in particular, with uh, started with the games with no crowds, and by Sunday night, finished with a postponement of the season, and um, and then the consequences of that that uh, the whole industry and certainly the clubs had to work their way through. Last week was. Um, was really quite, well, clearly challenging, but quite distressing for a lot of people, um, given the uncertainty of the, uh, of the, not only the season, but what the code looks like when we, uh, when we do get through this um, COVID-19 situation. So yeah, unbelievably challenging, and to be honest, I think a lot of people who are involved in the industry uh, um, uh, just took a big deep breath over the weekend and, and probably weren't too concerned. There were there were no games, on because it was a really, really challenging week. Yeah, Tom, how are the swans placed to survive this period? It's a, gr- it's a good question. I, I think the um, uh the answer is okay. Um, uh, we are one of the 18 clubs, obviously, and, and we do rely on a distribution, like all clubs do, from the AFL. Um, uh, the AFL uh, are negotiating that at the moment, and we expect a position from the AFL in a matter of days as to what that looks like to uh, to underpin the survival um the going concern, if you like, of all the clubs, not just the Swan, um, uh, through this um, through this next little period up until the end of our financial year, which is October. Um, and once that once that's locked in, and the key domino was clearly the deal with the players, which um, in our game happened on Friday night. And mm-hmm. so without knowing the specifics of the deal, um, clearly the ASL so now can lock that aside um, and then move into a it So um, now that that's Tom, can you take us inside the discussions you've had with the AFL and then the players at your club and then the wider staff and, and how many people have taken pay cuts, how many have you had to, yeah. to stand down? And, and those must have been difficult conversations to have. Yeah, I mean, they, they certainly are. And I, I won't go into specifics of percentages other than to say that um, every every staff member at the Phoenix One has been impacted by either um, being subject to a period of stand-down um, a, a reduced um, wage or hours or both. Um, so it's such a really wide-reaching ramifications. Um, going right back to the AFL, um, there are a couple of phases through this period. There was the, the, the first phase, which was um, trying to uh, trying to get the games played, the whole 22, and then that dropped to 17 games. And then it was the concept of playing without crowds um, and then the postponement of the competition. So the AFL was... I've got to say, they've done a magnificent job in navigating what has been an unbelievably tricky period of time. Um, and uh, I guess as, as clubs, we've been in daily contact clearly with the ASL multiple times a day. And one, one of the silver linings out of all of this has been the collegiate nature um, of uh, collaboration between the clubs. And we're all going through this together, so um, those relationships have, um, have really, really um, strengthened over the past couple of weeks. Um, the players is, is slightly different. Um, from their their salary and the total player payments, that's a negotiation exclusively between the players' association and the AFL. So we haven't been involved in that at all. They're clearly, at the club, um, uh, we've been making sure that we stay very connected with our players. 80% of our players aren't from Sydney. Um, so the first first opportunity on Sunday night, last Sunday night, we um, we mobilised the troops and got them home because their you know their safety and well-being is the most important thing, so that's so they've that done that. And um, I'll just Zoom call with all of the entire playing group on uh, Friday just going on just to check in, and we'll continue to do that over the next couple of days. And, um, you know, we've got skeletal staff in football. Um, around 20% of the staff uh, are remaining on tools, but in a very much modified capacity, and, and their primary objective is, uh, is to ensure that the players are engaged and, um, through this next little period. Because what we're doing is we're certainly not playing within the next two months. Yeah, Tom, so what's the expectation then around staff? If staff are being released, so they're not being paid, is there any expectation from you for them to still be in contact with the players? Do they completely walk away and go and look for other work? or What's their situation? Well, there are legal requirements um, when guess a, a, like a stand-down profession is implemented. And the first part of that is that um, uh, circumstances out of the employer's control um, provide for a stoppage of work, and so that's clearly applied here to the AFL, with no gains. A large number of our employees um, uh, can't fulfil their duties as employees. They have had to unfortunately be stood down, and as you said off the top, that's been a very challenging um, part of the week. Um, now they're, they're, albeit stood down, there there are um, employment entitlements uh, um, which will carry through. Um, uh, annual leave, long service leave, special leave, these sorts of things. Um, and it, I think the important thing to note with stand-down provisions is it's it's a it's a temporary measure um, with the full expectation to to starting up again. Um, now, clearly, we don't know what the competition will look like when we start up. So, um, I think it's important, certainly early during the piece, that uh, that employers understand that and not judge that, um Employees will respond differently, um, and we need to absolutely respect that. So, uh, we'll work our way through the next next week or so, and, and certainly the, the opportunities there to be engaged, but also at the same time understanding that there's a large number of people who will be working their way through this, and um, clearly the health is the other part. That you know, I heard the treasurer on the on the radio this balance these next couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, the health aspect is certainly one for everyone in the community and uh, no doubt about it with AFL, Rugby Union, Rugby League players because mm-hmm. everyone's impacted. And I think the best way around that is if you can have a bit of a – a laugh in these difficult times and your coach, Johnny Longmire, I saw him give a, a pre-game speech to his daughter on the weekend. I, I found it quite good. How did you find it? Yeah, no, it was good. He, I, he did shoot it through to me uh, just before he, he put it on social media through our channels and um, we are, He's not just the, the coach of the team, he's, he's the coach of the club. Um, he has kids in the academy. The, that was his daughter, Sahara, on the, on the couch. <laughs> I loved her reaction. <laughs> yeah, she, she's involved in the youth academy as well. So he, anything that he um, can do. Um, games. and uh, so that was his pre-match address before the throwback game, which we all knew the result of for the Swans getting over the Bombers in the last two minutes. But um, uh, the response from some of our um, retired champions was uh, gold on social media. So they were prepared to put the put the boots back on, and um, you know, we'll be hearing plenty from from John in the next. Uh, Next couple of weeks as he um, as he communicates with our fans. You'd be hoping for a few Geelong games, wouldn't you, Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was there, it's, it's, there's, plen- there's plenty of old footy going on at the moment, and, uh, um, and the phone does bother a more when some of those old test games are on. I haven't tuned into any yet, but I might have to with the
1: kids.
0: <laughs> uh, good stuff, Tom. And uh, look, thanks for joining us this morning on the Big Sports Breakfast, and good luck navigating the next few months, which no doubt will be very tough. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me at any time.